Welcome to the Souls and Stardust podcast. I'm Mio. And I'm Shannon. We're two soul sisters navigating through our human experience on a journey towards healing. Join us for a candid and fun discussion on all things spiritual, soulful, intuitive, and magical. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. Mio and I wanted to talk a bit today about finding your purpose in life. Um, and that can include many things, right? Um, how you're of service in your life, the things that you do that feel fulfilling. Most typically people think about it as the work that they're doing or that they dedicate their time and energy to. And it's something that I'm asked about a ton by people like looking for direction in life. And Mio, I think you probably get that question quite often as well. Yeah. All the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what yeah. the, it's, I probably get that question more than I get questions about love or anything else. Yeah. And, you know, we can get into this in a little bit, but we were just talking about how it feels different now that people are really quite driven to understand and get on with the work that they came here to do and to feel really fulfilled and deliberate about doing that. And so, yeah, it's something I get asked quite a lot as an energy healer um, and, and an intuitive and people looking for insight in the direction that they could go to feel more fulfilled in their lives with the work that they do. So we are going to talk about that and some insights that we have about how you could start finding your purpose, um, some different ways, and then uh, processes or practices that you could do to really start to get clear in your heart about those questions. But first, what we wanted to do was take some breaths with you and really set the intention for clearing some space within you to allow this insight that we're going to be talking about to settle into your bones, into your being, and hopefully it will help you to discover a bit more about your own purpose and your way forward. So does that sound good, Mio? Perfect. Yay. Okay, so we're just going to have everybody take a couple of deep breaths and breathe in through your nose and out through your mouth and in through your nose and out through your mouth and really fill your belly and put your hand on your heart if that helps you and really just feel your body around you and let go of any tension that you're holding in your shoulders, in your face. And as you're breathing, I just want you to set the intention that you're clearing away any stuck energy that prevents you from knowing your truth about your journey here in this human body, in this life. And we're just letting that blockage go 
And then we clear away any energy that prevents us from having the confidence to step into our passion, to step into those things that fill our hearts with fire and joy, especially if it's not conventional. So we just let that energy, that fear, that anxiety go. And then we're going to clear away any limiting beliefs that have us thinking we're not worthy of the work that makes us feel fulfilling or that we won't be able to do it successfully. And go ahead and just feel those things releasing. And Mio and I are gonna be filling your bodies with Reiki. So see that as pure light filling you in from the crown all through your body, down through your base, through your feet, out your hands. And we set the intention that these words will help you know your heart and your purpose here more and more each day. So take a deep breath. And we are ready to go. I forgot we were recording for a second. <laughs> That was a good one. That, that felt was good. Great, yeah. That felt good to do. So peaceful uh, and calming. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. We don't take enough time to be in our body that way. And it just creates a nice space for us to be able to listen more deeply. Okay, yeah. where, where do you want to start with this? Well, speaking of not taking out enough time for things like this, um, maybe we can share just first like what is your meditative practice or how do you make time so that you can hear yourself more clearly and you're not just like constantly reacting to all the stimuli stimuli around mm -hmm. you you actually yeah. have a minute to think so how do you carve out time for that well that's a really great question because when you have kids and a job and you know, you're running a household and there's all sorts of things you have to keep up with, it can be hard to find time or to make time, right? So, I mean, mm -hmm. it's a conscious choice, a deliberate choice to make time to do this. And so when I first started to get serious about meditation, um, I made a lot of excuses for myself about how I didn't have enough time and then I realized like that would always be the case until I made the choice to create time for it. And so I actually started, I set an alarm to get up like 40 minutes earlier each morning when I first started with meditation and I had a dedicated space for my meditation and I would make sure that I would go and sit for 10 to 15 minutes 
every morning um, before I started anything else. So I, I would wake up, I would get a cup of coffee, and then I would take take that with me into my meditation space. And then I would I would pick what I was going to be doing. And I did a lot of guided meditations at first yeah. to, to before I really got, you know, really comfortable with my own inner landscape. So that's totally fantastic to do guided meditations. And I, I just made a deal with myself that I would sit down and do that every day for 30 days. And then when I got to the 30 day mark, I extended it to 90 days. And then when I got to 90 days, I just decided to go a whole year. That's and amazing. Yeah, it was really a transformative time for me. And I, most days it was 15 minutes. That's all I did. But then there were other days where I just, I got really good, you know, eventually with all that practice. And I would sit for 30, 40, 50 minutes in meditation. So, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, when you get to that point, that's, that's when I was really creating a lot of space to take my biggest questions into meditation with me, but, you know, just getting started, it's as simple as 10 minutes a day, you know, at the start of your day, I, I suggest, but you could meditate at any point in the day, um, and have it still be effective. So that's what I did. I don't know. What did you do? What do you do? No, I'm, I started out with the guided meditations and now I'm just kind of like, I'll just throw on the theta waves or, Oh yeah something mm-hmm. like that. And then I can just kind of zone out and do my own thing. Um, and then I will do once a week, I will do a 60 minute, uh, float therapy where, yeah, my, you know, one of my jobs that I work at the, yeah, because it's, it's 60 minutes of, you know, darkness and silence. And so the faster I can acclimate and get into my meditative state, the longer I actually have time to be completely, no stimulus or, you know, nothing to no incoming information. Like it's just complete stillness. And so that's actually, um, been one of the things that bumped up my meditation practice this last couple months, just getting really good at putting myself in the zone faster. Mm -hmm. Um, but then like just floating there is also freaking amazing. Cause then I like my, my meditations go into like, outer space and like I can do yeah. these downloads I can see things I can see people I, it's it's really wild so yeah. I would say not having not having to rush through a meditation is huge for me because I want to be able to take my time um so I will also wake up super early I'll wake up like at 6 a.m even if I don't get in bed till one o'clock two o'clock in the morning I'm still up at like 6 6 30 just so I can have time to wake up and do that to set myself for the rest of the day yep and I don't actually meditate um, traditionally every single day. I probably sit in meditation for when I sit now, I sit for 40 minutes or longer, um, 60 minutes at times, but I'll, I'll do that maybe two times a week, three times a week. And the other forms of meditation I do, like when I'm practicing energy, energy healing, it's, Mm. it's very, very meditative for me. So I consider that to be tapping in that way too, or just doing you guys, you know, getting into an intuitive space could be like bare feet in the garden with your hands in the soil. Right. I know that's what I, I didn't do that, but I set up my back patio that faces the morning sunrise so Mm -hmm. that I can have, even if it's just sitting there with my eyes closed and soaking up the sun, like that is a meditative state for me. Cause then I'm just like letting my brain do its thing. 
yeah sort out a bunch of stuff um mm-hmm. but let's guide it back to finding our passion and purpose because that's our topic but yeah totally I <laughs> wanted to introduce meditation into it because it's part of it because when you can have a meditation practice you can hear yourself you can hear your higher self you can hear your guides um, you'll see more signs and synchronicities. You'll know mm-hmm. the direction because you, it's like your GPS system is loud and clear with a solid Wi-Fi signal instead of like bits and pieces and not knowing because your brain is so clouded with all this other shit that just takes up all this space in your mind, right? Yeah. So once you can get rid of all that and purge it all, like then you can truly know what things feel like, what they what they look like. Mm-hmm. Um, other people start getting messages for you, <laughs> you know, shit like that. So passing them along to you. I agree with you in this, like meditation cre- cultivates this, um, access to your intuition. That's invaluable. And that that's integral to being able to feel where you're being pulled mm-hmm. and to, to feel the truth of something as opposed to being in your head and, um, thinking and overthinking about what should I do? Well, this is practical. This is strategic. This is, you know, this is good or bad, whatever that means. So like the meditation and that quiet time and knowing your inner landscape helps you to understand and feel more accurately what is truth for you, what, where, what your soul is actually like nudging nudging you to do. Yeah. What's what direction is it trying to push you in? I think for me, I get a lot of my clients that that's their biggest concern is finding soul purpose and finding Mm -hmm. their passion and figuring out some of them. Yeah. I want to monetize on it and turn it into that. But then some of them are just like, I just need some, something they're, they just know that they're not happy Mm -hmm. and not that I can tell people what their little cure is going to be like, I can't fix it, mm-hmm. but you know, running someone's birth chart and digging into their, yeah. you know, all of their placements and seeing where mm-hmm. their sole purpose is and where their creativity lies and what would actually be fulfilling for them because it would be a good energetic, um, support yeah. for like, you know, how they're built, but right. A match to their energies and their, their, um, Oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Their, um, their frequency, like their yeah, desires, just, what their, their creation. Yeah. Their skills, their characteristics that, you know, what they're good at or, you know, what they came in here with their tool, you know, filling their toolbox with all these energetic qualities that they have. I mean, it's a question that comes up a lot when I'm working with clients too. It's, I just don't know what I'm passionate about, or I'm in this job that doesn't feel good to me. And I'm always, you know, the first thing I ask or reflect back to them is, well, what does feel good to you? Mm-hmm. Right. And then they're like, I don't know. I don't know. what feels good to you, to me. Like, and then I'm like, you need to try more things. <laughs> and I say, well, you need to spend time with yourself feeling right. So you not can with add- other people filling your time, <laughs> not with or- distractions, not with Or doing things like doing things out of obligation, right. That take your time and your energy, you know, uh, choosing to take time for yourself to really know yourself. So I, I feel like a lot of what people struggle with when they come to see me and they're looking for purpose, you know, identifying their purpose is they haven't taken enough time to know who they are on the inside yet or, and really listen. Right. 
or they're going through some major life transition and they are becoming a very different per- or person as a result. And so then their purpose is shifting, which that can happen across a lifetime for sure. And we should probably oh, yeah. say too, like your purpose isn't just one thing across the lifetime. No, it's, absolutely not. Yeah. But it, it could be a theme and a, mm-hmm. a like uh, the energetic theme of your life could be working with these topics but they're going to look different in every um, stage of that you are. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. Stage of your journey. And I guess we should back up a little bit and just say like, what is purpose? It's, it's, um, you know, divine souls calling and knowing what you're here for. Yeah. Knowing what you're here for and the work that you do. And, and that's, you know, rarely is that being some kind of like influential person that many millions of people know about. It's, it takes many different forms and it could be, you know, being an amazing mother to children that you bring forward and then you become a teacher to them and then you end up teaching others as a result. And um, the, it, the, your purpose is divine no matter what, as long as you're in service and it fulfills you. Mm-hmm. So we need to think about purpose that way. And um, whatever fills your cup, fills your soul, that's your work. That's part of your work. I use my own example of like how I stepped into healing work for a, for a lot of people to help them understand how to feel it. Um, it means for years, decades, right. People would come to me and tell me their problems, right. They would, I wouldn't right. even have to say anything. They would just right. sit down and then they would gush to me and they're like, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. And I'm like, I yeah. don't know why either. <laughs> I don't know why either, but you are. And, um, And somehow I always had the words, right? I didn't know where they would come from, but I would have the words that would help them feel better. And it, it took me probably 20 years to realize, oh yeah, I'm probably supposed to help people this way where I, you know, I spent so many years in school studying and which by way is all part of my journey. And, but I finally, and I often wondered, was I supposed to be like a counselor or a therapist or study psychology or what, which I did studying that. But me too. That was my first major. Yeah. And, but I see now why I was attracted to it because I needed to have that understanding in order to help people. But it took me a long time to realize, oh yeah, I'm supposed to help people this way as a quote unquote healer of some sort or a listener or a compassionate heart. And then it took me probably seven years later to actually feel brave enough to step into it. Okay. Yes. Because it was so different than what I had set my path up to be practically with schooling and a career And it was just very non-conventional considering um, my family's background. And so I understood my purpose and then I resisted it for a long time. (laughs) And then I realized like, if I don't step into this, I'm missing, I'm missing out on a whole lot of things that I said I would come here to do. And I didn't get to that point until I had spent a lot of time in deep contemplation about how to move forward with that and how to step into it, um, knowing that I would be fully supported and successful at it, you know, fully supported as in like the universe would provide for me um, the opportunity to expand into this in a way that would help me serve others in a way that was meaningful to me as well. So, um, so yeah, that, you know, loops back to meditation. And then for me, 
I felt such a pull to it that it was scary, right? Because I didn't think I knew anything about doing this kind of work. And I have learned a lot along the way, um, but I had to start it in order to do the learning. But that pull to the healing work was so undeniable. And the universe was giving me sign after sign after sign after sign that this is what I came here to do. And then I met you and I don't know, you didn't, you were looking at my birth chart last year and you're like, dude, <laughs> you realize it says in your chart right here that X, Y, Z. you're supposed to be a healer. You're like, you're supposed to be doing healing work. And it's very like etheric and, you know, and very cosmic in nature. <laughs> so there it was in my chart the whole time. <laughs> Oh, there it is. Yeah. You tell, tell your story about feeling your pull. Well, it's just like, I had just really low lows after just going through a lot of traumatic shit, just reflecting on my life and why all of these like random ass things happen to me. And it's like, I'm not a victim mentality type person. So I'm like, how could I have attracted this shit? Like Mm -hmm. as a child, how could I have attracted or manifested this, you know, when you're a kid or, or anything like that. So I was just trying to piece it all together. Like there's gotta be a a purpose in the pain. There has to be a reason for all of this. There has to be a point that I've been through these really transformational things in my lifetime. And that I wasn't just one of those people that had this beautiful, you know, suburb lifestyle, like Mm -hmm. where both parents are there and like, nobody ever gets hurt. It's like, no, I was dropped into this life with all these life lessons about, you know, all kinds of topics. Right. Mm -hmm. And so just further digging into that and feeling drawn to self-healing through, and it started with meditation for me. I've told it before on one of the earlier episodes, just my story of like the low being at the lowest of lows and wanting to not even live anymore at some point, just because it was like, what am I here for? Like Mm -hmm. feeling, feeling like, and then, you know, being with somebody who was not appreciative of me. And that was like, okay, reflection time. I can't find my value in other people. I can't find it externally. My dad doesn't even stay, you know, he leaves me as a kid or this, you know, I'm with these people and they treat me this way, or these are the type of relationships that I attract. So obviously, eventually I found myself down that path of like self-worth and like, okay, back to like what we said, what am I good at? What am I passionate about? What are the things that I love to do? And I am naturally into you know, psychology, but then I'm also into art and art therapy and storytelling and connecting with people who have been through really traumatic things. And it's, there's a level of rapport I could build with somebody when they've been through something really bad. And I can tell them, like, I know what you're going through Mm -hmm. and having that level of it's not just somebody that's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about your loss. It's like, no, dude, I feel your pain because I've been there. I feel, Mm -hmm. I feel everything you're going through. You know, I don't have the, I don't have the words and I just, I'm here to love you. I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm here to, I'm here to be a light or breath of fresh air or a witness. Yeah. And then finding out like, through meditation and through this soul calling of like 
all of these deaths and loss, like, oh shit, no, there's a sole purpose and calling in like mediumship and realizing that I'm psychic and realizing that, you know, I can talk to people and know stuff about them. Right. That, yes. Like, like that's, so that's part of my sole purpose is I have a North node in Gemini. So I am like called to be a messenger. Um, and once I embraced it, it got bigger and it got more, more, more for real. <laughs> it was like, it, it just like legitimized it of like, yes, I'm here for this. Mm-hmm. This is my calling. I can no longer be who, you know, the person I was married to, like was trying to make me be because he didn't believe in anything spiritual. He didn't believe in being an artist. He didn't believe that traumatic things can happen to people or that it was not just a big deal that you can't just get over things. So I took on all of his beliefs and I let them constrict me in so many ways. So when I got back to like, okay, I can hear myself think again. I I don't hear all the negativity. I don't hear somebody telling me what I can and can't do with my life as a grown adult, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So- I want to say that for some people out there, whether they're married or whether they just have family or friends that are unsupportive or don't speak the same language as you find people that speak your language, find Mm -hmm. people that are going through a spiritual journey of their own and getting the validation and the signs and the symbols and going through this awakening together, because the people in our lives who aren't there, who haven't met themselves there and they haven't ever done any inner work, like they're not going to fully understand this passion and purpose. They're going to be like, get your ass to work, get your ass. Yes. Just go do something productive. Yeah. Who cares? You're you'll have time when you retire. Um, that, you know, it's a very much hustle now and, and enjoy later type mentality. And it's like shifting to be here now. This yes. is the present moment, right? You know, it's it's all tied into that passion and purpose because you're like, what would bring me joy right now? Yes. What lights your heart on fire, right? Like I just, I think about how much potential is um, like snuffed out so early when someone young with a lot of excitement and a lot of like passion for something or a draw towards something. And they like their parents or influential people in their life say, well, you're never going to make money doing that. Right. Oh my like, God. Yeah. What the fuck are you telling Dude. me? Right. Like, how do you know? <laughs> you don't know that. Right. And I, and I fully, like, I just think of how much pure potential has just disappeared or dissipated because so many people have been led to believe that what they are called to or what really excites them isn't worth doing because they won't make, they won't make a living from it, or they won't be Mm -hmm. successful from some like, you know, societal standard that probably doesn't even make sense in a lot of ways for a lot of things. And I don't know, I have a really hard time with that. Like listening to people who don't have no business talking <laughs> yes exactly yes like, what are you talking you for what are you saying who are you who are you in my life that you think you could just like say this mm-hmm. Master yeah the art of okay thank you well and that being said too you know we can still be practical while we follow the things that 
that light us up, right? Yeah, so, like we're not saying yeah. you have to go and sell all your shit and go run and live in the the woods in a revamped <laughs> van, like living well, you, off you the could land. If you want to, but like not right this second, though. Yeah, you know what I you, mean? Like you, you, take you can make stages. a plan. Yeah, yes. you make a plan for it. You it's just like mm-hmm. if you're planning a party, you're planning a road trip. Like you mm-hmm. you deconstruct it and you break it down. And um, one of the other things I want to bring up, one of my friends, um, Stephanie, she does the human design. Oh, yes. And when she breaks down to me the different types of human design and when it comes to finding your purpose and passion and like what lights you up, that is another really amazing thing to know about yourself Um, because then she'll tell me like, oh, this type of human design you can literally make a, a, a left or right kind of list and say this or this, and that person can make decisions based off like that. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, or this or that, this or that, this or that versus somebody like me who needs to sit and think and think overnight how it feels and digest it and like do this. What I always suggest, like if you're having a hard time finding your purpose or not even your purpose, but something you're passionate about, let's start there. Mm-hmm. Like if you're at that point where you're like, I don't even know what I fucking like. Okay. <laughs> I don't know what I like. I, I don't know. I wake up every day. I go to work. I watch this. I do this. I talk to these people. I try to put myself out there, this and that, but I don't even know who I am. I don't even know what I like. And you kind of feel like a little soulless personality, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Make, make a fucking list. Do a brain dump. Sorry. The, literally the trash is coming by right now. As I said, brain dump. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Yes. Sorry if you could hear that. Um, Yeah. So brain dump that shit out, set a timer, 15, 20, 25 minutes and write down every type of hobby or activity or life experience or bucket list. If it's small, if it's big, who cares? Just get it out there Mm -hmm. and see what you can get done. See what you like, Hey, I actually, maybe I can find a class about this thing. Maybe Mm -hmm. I can, you know, you don't have to be a complete scholar on it. It could be a hobby right? But it's just Mm -hmm. a means for you to meet other people through that hobby, through that door, through that vehicle or something like that. But it's going to be like, you got to find your community of people. And then the community of people can help catapult you to your purpose because you're around like-minded people that are constantly that supporting you. Yeah. Yeah. Supporting, encouraging you and feeding effect. Yes. Feeding that creativity or that inspiration. Um, the, those are all fantastic, like fantastic suggestions for process. And it's as simple though, as yeah, tuning in, like once you get to that place where you can feel yourself and you can start to identify what you do, like what, what does interest you, what does pull you. And this is like making sure you challenge yourself to let go of the practicality, like the reasons behind it, right? Like the, oh, it's practical or, oh, it will make me money. So I I'm pulled towards that. No, this is like what really feeds your soul just to do it. And it doesn't have to be practical because you have no idea while like at the very beginning stages how that could develop into something that would make you money. Right. And that's, you know, for me, it was never a priority for money. It was always about feeling fulfilled in the work that I do and knowing that I'm helping. And, and for me, that has, I've just been fully supported financially because I'm doing like, that's my priority. I'm doing it because it feels good to me to do it. I feel fulfilled and I'm helping. And so then I'm receiving as a result of that. 
And so don't let things like practicality and can being conventional or what's acceptable on societal standards, don't let that influence you when you're spending time trying to go into your inner landscape and, and learn about what, where you're magnetized, what you're drawn to and, and why, like discovering the why behind it, because that's where the golden nuggets are in that, that insight for purpose, right? How can I help? How, you know? How can I be of service as a result of like stepping into my passion? Right. And, and they, go time, ahead. Why, right? Like, like, be careful what you're manifesting. If you say, I don't have time for things. I don't have time for this, right? Like create it, wake mm-hmm. up early, stay up late, skip out on something, do a once a week thing. That's an hour. Mm-hmm. Do something, do, just start somewhere, do something that is going to either challenge you, grow you, expand you, or connect you to other people and to yourself. So even if it's baby steps of like, Hey, I just, I'm going to take myself out to lunch so I can sit and hear myself think and like, Mm -hmm. without distraction, not have to talk to somebody else. I can actually, but not being on your phone, not being, (laughs) not being connecting to people that way. Just sit there in your own company, wherever Mm -hmm. you are. I just say restaurant because I like to eat, but (laughs) snacks, <laughs> um, whatever it is for you, but date yourself, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Date yourself. Date right. Yourself. Do a little meditation date with yourself. Yeah. So something else too, that I think is really interesting since I've started doing past life regression work and the quantum healing hypnosis technique is a lot of people seek out those sessions to like one of the most common questions of inquiry is what's my purpose? They, because in those sessions, this, the super subconscious comes through and it's, it's a collective of, you know, it's, it's beyond higher self and they know everything about you, everything you ever have been, everything you ever will be. It's really freaking rad, you guys. And, and so they are able to deliver information about what's going on in your life in this iteration and why. And many times people come into the sessions wanting better understanding of their purpose for this life and the work that they need to be doing. Um, And not like the inner, well, you can ask about inner work, but it's the work in service. Like what is my life's work, my, my purpose here for living this life. And most times they will be very direct and tell the person and they're speaking. It's the person's in trance and the subconscious is speaking through that person's body and it's all recorded. So the person gets to go back and listen to the recording and hear themselves speaking in the third person, by the way. So it's the subconscious coming through speaking about them. It's so freaking rad. Oh my God. And they will tell the person they came here in this iteration to do X, Y, Z, to be X, Y, Z for this, blah, 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 right? They will give, they will give general information and then they will get detailed about how this person will move through life in service. And that is a major part of their soul journey, that work that they're doing. But, and it's beautiful when that happens because they're getting a major piece of information that's going to help catapult them forward on their journey. But there are times when someone will be in trance and they want to ask that question and we ask it 
And the subconscious will come through and say, we can't tell them that now. And you ask Ooh. why, and it's, it's because they're not quite ready, right? If they were to know what they said they would come here to do for life's work, it would overwhelm them and they wouldn't step into it. So they know, they know that level too. Like they know when you're ready to know that and when you're not. And, and in place of that, they give insight on how to prepare for that unveiling. Like a lot of times there's certain lessons that have to be learned before purpose becomes apparent. A lot of times there's life experience that has to be in place before you're ready to yeah. step into that really big life's work. I and agree. yeah, it makes sense. Like there are things that I've gone through that I would, if I hadn't gone through them, I wouldn't be the healer that I am today. I needed some major perspective and I needed some life experience. And I also needed to have my children before I did this work because it would have been too hard otherwise. Like now they're here and they're growing and I'm able to step fully into this work without worrying about having to stop. So yeah, that's always an interesting part of discovering purpose and passion is like sometimes when it feels like it's fleeting us or it's being elusive, there are major aspects of what we said we'd come here to do that we have to work up to. Yeah. And we have to gain certain insights and experiences or connections with people before we're actually truly ready to have that knowing or the dawning of that awareness and then stepping into that purpose. But everything that you're doing up until that point, I guarantee you is going to come into play, whether it's skills and abilities that you're perfecting or it's connections you've made, or it's getting you from one geographic location to another so that yep. you can actually do this work, right? There's yep. so many moving pieces to this yeah. soul journey. I um, definitely have seen that in my life, moving from California back to Vegas and like hearing ah. my dead grandma speak and like you no know, getting these flashes and downloads of what my purpose was of moving and why I needed to be here and, you know, what was coming up just to kind of like prepare me for you. I think you and I even had readings done where we were validating the work you and I were doing. Like, yes, do we, do we release these? Do we work on Oracle cards? Do we do this? Do we do that? And like having other people who like, I think it was Lorraine that did your reading. It was like, yeah, felt really mm -hmm. good about working with me together on these projects and this and that. And then I go into like my birth chart and finding out like, you know, all of my North node stuff and media and publication and all my mid heaven stuff and like validating. Yeah. Okay. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yes. Like my <laughs> third house of communication being about like transformational things and speaking and teaching of like, you know, death and rebirth and transformation, like Saturn Plutonian things. And like, mm -hmm. um, seeing it validated from not just other intuitives, but then seeing it in my own chart and then like getting the signs for each other to like, do we do this? Yeah, let's do it. It feels good. It feels right. Yes. We felt the flow, the information was coming out, the designs, the idea designs were just coming out. The words were coming out. We were just channeling the messages. Um, so that's kind of what it's like. So whatever it is that you 
do, whether you're here to help others heal, whether you're here to help nourish and, and nurture other souls, whether you're here to be a light under their ass, like an Aries energy type thing, <laughs> whether you're here to be, you know, earth sign grounded friend stability, right? Whatever it is that you're like your North node, your soul purpose, like there's a reason that you're here and there's a reason that you went through what you've, you've gone through in your life and that all of your experiences have culminated up to this point. So figure it out, take the time to like, okay, what do I do with this information? Mm -hmm. how, how can I heal and help heal? How can I take my story and actually use this to benefit somebody else for their best and highest good as well? Not just my own, but mm -hmm. what's, what's my role in this society? Why was I born right now into the world I'm in? Stuff like that, you know, lighthearted yeah. existential questions. <laughs> <laughs> well, and really paying attention to what turns you on, right? So if you're really into tinkering with machines or building shit, maybe you're supposed to invent something that's going to change stuff, right? It's, you know, just follow what turns you on. And people will say or ask me like, is it really that easy? I just follow what turns me on. I'm like, yes, yeah, it really is that easy. It's because yeah. it's going gonna, it's gonna to lead you to the next set of answers or insights that then takes you further. And you just have no idea how it'll unfold and show you things and connect you with other people. And so, but it requires a certain level of surrendering to oh God, being that's the word of the fucking week <laughs> to being led, right. <laughs> surrendering to being led and allowing things to unfold without, you know, getting too in your head about it or trying to control too much of the process. Just say, okay, I'm going to do this because it feels good. And I'm going to see what happens. And, and if, you know, if nothing more happens than you having a really good day or a good time with that hobby, then that's awesome as well. Right. But chances are, it's going to, if you're really drawn to it and passionate about it, it's part of your expression as a human on this planet, as a soul on this planet, in this body and part of what you're supposed to be doing. So I'm, I'm a huge advocate for like paying attention to what your body is telling you when you're yes. doing those things, because that is more exponentially more important at times than what your head ever will tell you. Oh, so, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> I mean, our brain, our head, our mind is important in a lot of ways. It's how we organize information. It's how we make decisions, but our body is so sophisticated and it really is yes and showing us the way if we just tune in and listen to it and then trust it like oh my god we just don't trust ourselves well I think today I mean there's not much more we can add on a bigger level like this without knowing somebody one-on-one -on -one and actually tuning into their energy right because mm -hmm. yeah if, if we if we tune our energy into somebody, it's like, we can tap into their guides and we can tap into their, their messages they have and stuff like that. But on this mm -hmm. level, it's kind of the collective energy. So it's like, we know, and we set the intentions that the people listening are going to be probably at this area of their life. Right. So this yes. is, this is us attracting people who need to hear the messages that mm -hmm. are coming through. So we're just trying to be vehicles and, and channels for, you know, you learning 
to hone in on your intuition and growing your, you know, growing your abilities and trusting yourself so that you don't think that you have to seek out psychics and mediums or Reiki all the time. Like you can actually Mm -hmm. self-heal and self-reflect on a lot of things. And, um, yeah, that, so maybe I'm just going to add one more point because what you say is super important it has never been my business to tell somebody else what their purpose is. So when someone has come to me and said, okay, well, I'm having trouble with this. Can you just tell me what I'm supposed to be doing or what do you see (laughs) me doing? Sure. And and that, and that makes me quite uncomfortable as an intuitive because I can sense what they're drawn to and I can see them doing things but it is not, it's not my business to tell them, oh, you should be doing this unless they already know that that's the pull, that's the direction. So I'm there to serve as a, a, a reassurance or even like a validation of where they're being pulled, right? But I would never like, don't give your power away to somebody mm-hmm. else to tell you what you should be doing. You you discover that for yourself and you can ask questions like, Hey, I'm feeling drawn in this direction. Can you tell me, like, do you feel that too? Or what do you think that's about? Right. And that's the healthier conversation to have, as opposed to, I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. Will you just tell me, what do you see? And that's not fair to you or to the person who's reading for you, because that's not their soul journey. It's yours and you have free will choice. So somebody telling you what you should do and you doing that instead of where you're pulled, that's going to get you off track. Right. But you, that's your choice to go off track. So just, you want to be discerning about how you go about discovering this information. And then anybody telling you, you, you should be doing this. That's your life's work. You know, you approach that from a place of understanding through a uh, validation of what you're already feeling, not somebody, not going to somebody to tell you how it is. So I hope that makes sense to you. Oh, absolutely. All right, you guys, maybe um, you could respond in comments when we post this in our Instagram, on our Instagram page or in our Facebook group, or even in the comp, you know, review section. We need reviews. Yeah, we do (laughs) need reviews. Um, You could tell us how, how, you know, your process for finding purpose, or if you're still struggling, you know, what if, what are you struggling with? And, um, you know, it's such a great topic of conversation and there's so much growth that can happen when we start those discussions and you never know who might have like the perfect set of words to stimulate you on a pathway forward. Yeah. And, um, if you are into journaling, here is a journal prompt for this, maybe for this, whatever, whenever you're listening to this, the things that excite me and I am lit up by this or this blank, you know, excites me, or I enjoy this, or I want to try this, Mm -hmm. um, maybe even make a couple different columns, uh, if you're a Virgo stylist maker, <laughs> and then when you make out your list, like I said, do your timer and just set your intentions. Like, let me just free flow the information, write down what I like, what I'm into, what I'm good at, um, and start writing out who your character is on paper, essentially, like who is your human and what are, what is your human here for? Yeah. Getting to know yourself. Yeah. And uh, besides that, we do have um, our 
oracle decks that we finally have in our hands oh, the, they're so beautiful your girlfriend's no bullshit love oracle when you need straight answers about love relationships and everything in between um this is a work uh, a passion project that we wanted to make sure was just right for everybody and so um we finally got those in place and other ways you can support the podcast or support us, you can help on Anchor. You can do donations or monthly support, $5, $10 or anything really. Um, or you can book if you're in Wisconsin, <laughs> Shannon has yes, a new office. <laughs> I do. I have a beautiful new space. It's so lovely. <laughs> yes. And then I am doing pre-recorded birth charts still. Um, and then we'll be starting I'm hoping to do weekly birth chart like Zoom where we can kind of dig through our own birth charts and oh, break down cool. each area that way. So that's yeah. on my website, mayobaklini.com. And then we'll have our Souls and Stardust website up soon. Yay. So we'll be keep, keep in touch on Instagram so you can see that. And hopefully by the time we actually drop these episodes, it'll already be up. Yes. Thank you everybody for listening and we cannot wait to chat some more and hear everybody's um, feedback on how the meditation was, how the journaling is and mm -hmm. uh, everything in between. We love you. We can't wait to talk with you more. Thanks for joining us for another episode of Souls and Stardust. Connect with us on Instagram at Gratitude Maven and at Your Intuitive Friend. Until next time. Day, Day magical. magical. <laughs>